Welcome to the It's Possible podcast, where we tackle topics between life, business, and everything in between, and how we make it all possible with your hosts, John and Amy. Let's take it away. So we're out camping this weekend. Yes. And um, as it seems to be consistent... So one, um, our middle son is with us, so that's Jack. So you're probably going to hear um, him interject every once in a while. We're cooking s'mores by the fire. He's trying to, he's trying to burn, burn us with flaming marshmallows. The baby is asleep, and the, uh, the big one is out playing on the playground with uh, newly made friends. Um, but, and what's nice is that it has stopped raining. Yes. Uh, for whatever reason, in the last two years that we've been here in Virginia, every time we go camping, every single time, it literally like this is not this is not uh, being facetious. And so we've we've been embellishing five times, five or six times. I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the last two years we've gone out camping, and it has rained every single time, and the temperature has dropped like twenty like, degrees that particular weekend yeah. that we go, yeah. and it's not like we're going in the fall. In the summertime, June, July, and, you know, it's... A high of 69. Yeah, 50, 50 degrees in the morning, so... Um, it makes but, for lovely campfire. But, but yeah, but, but it's been awesome. So, um, the one thing that's nice about having little kids is um, they're as game as you want to be uh, at whatever we have going on. And so we definitely could have um, got up this morning, it's cold, it's raining... And um, could have decided we're going to stick inside all day. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, the, and that's, you know, I, I kind of told John, I'm like, oh, this would be, oh, this is a good podcast oh. idea. I just wanted to cross the mama. Um, Of finding, trying to find gratitude in, in like the simplest of circumstances. So uh, we, when we lived here last our kids were babies, right? So Michael was like two or three and Jack was just born. Of course, we didn't have Henry yet. So it was like, okay, when this is a great area in the summer. So like when our kids get older, we for sure, we want to try camping. Because I went camping like once when I was in high school with a bunch of high school friends in a tent. Smoke is getting in my Then move your seat. You move your seat. <laughs> Problem solved, dude. Um... In like the you know in a tent in the middle of nowhere and that was the most camping I had ever done. So we knew we wanted to do it and when we came back here last year was our first summer here and so we're like oh you know we have to do it. And having the baby and having the dogs is um, we actually tent camped in in Disney right last right, right before we left and we like fell in love with it. Right. And so up here. But we didn't have the dogs. We, you know, always had your parents to watch the dogs and watch the baby, so it was always awesome. Here, ha- you have to either have an RV. Okay, go play. Don't burn yourself. Okay. Um, here, you either have to have an RV or you have to have a cabin in order to bring the dogs. So we've always kind of done the cabin camping, and it's worked out great. And the main reason why we love it so much is especially having three little boys. You know, we don't have girls, so we don't have a big basis for comparison. But from what our friends tell us, 
is it seems like they're you know even if you're not doing much they're still pretty content on like sitting and having a tea party or playing and like sitting still and that doesn't that does not exist with little boys not with ours yeah, I guess yeah, not, not with our, our boys. There is no sitting and quietly playing, quietly drawing, quietly anything. No, no, no. It's, and it's mass mayhem, and we've talked about this before. And so that's where it's if we're gonna go out. Um, as far as like, so there's a couple different things as far as our p- opinions when it comes to kind of the best bang for your buck when it comes to vacationing. For us, it's like a cruise. Right. It's probably at the very top, but like a close second, as far as we're concerned, is going to be camping. Right. Espe- well, especially if you're going to go to Disney World, like oh well, Disney for sure. Like, Camp that's Wilderness not even... is the place to be. Yeah. You will save so much money, and you will have an absolute party. Yeah. But... If you if you're game to uh, to do a camping thing, mm-hmm. and you still want to be a boat ride away from the Magic Kingdom, right? It's it is. The only way yeah. to do it. Right. Um, so there you go anyway. for all for all of you Disney World goers. Yeah. So yeah, massive side note. But anyway, so all right, so we're here. So we have three, yeah, three rambunctious boys. That's why we love camping, and the main reason why we love it is because of just it's simple fun, right? It's the way that my childhood was, and it's the way that. We want to raise our boys is, you know, and that's the problem. We talked about that in, um, before is being in Florida. We would like be at Bush Gardens all day and be partying. And then we come home. It's like, OK, what are we going to do today? Our boys would just it's the level of fun. Their standard of fun was so out of the ordinary that it's like mm, we, we probably need to bring them back down to reality a little bit. And they all day it's been rainy. It's been cold for June, right? But there, it's just, it's simplicity, right? There's not a lot of other options. Well, it's a big piece, too, is that they're going to feed off, they feed off of us 100%. For sure. And this kind of goes a little bit, we've talked about this quite a few times, and by no means is this anything to do with, like, an original thought of ours, but it's, you kind of, you are the, you are the product of the five people, right? that you spend the most time with. And the reality is, is your kids spend the most time with you. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where as your kids show certain behaviors or certain actions towards certain stimuli. It may be time for some self-reflection. Yeah, it's brutal, right? (laughs) It's super brutal because it's definitely things that I see um, our oldest, right? I'll see him say or I'm like, oh, yeah, I may need to stop doing that. Yeah. Because it yeah. looks awful on him. Uh, right. As a, and an my guess is it looks awful on me as well. But it's the fact that it's, we're going to go and um, and they have the, the Frisbee golf course. So it's like, right. it's raining, but it's, let's go get the discs right. and let's go. Or, and everybody's game. And everybody's because game. Because we're game. And it's just, they've, they've literally been outside 80% of today. Playing on the playground being with other kids, being with their peers that they don't know and just making friends and going with it. And like I've told John this before, I'm like, we are very lucky to have sons that are socially outgoing because I know that that is not a universal thing. But our friends seem to, our friends, our kids seem to make friends very, very easily and be game to 
just do whatever everybody else is doing in the moment. But, and again, so that triggered my thought of, of, of being grateful for simplicity is because we wake up and it's raining and it's crappy, right? And for sure we see people like start packing up and leaving. Now if you're a tent camper and it's pouring down rain and it's cold outside, bless your heart. That sucks. Yeah, you know, we, there's, we've, we've been there. We've been there. So we get it. We're lucky enough to be in a cabin, but it's, it's, it's changing that thought process where you sure you have these, you know, a bunch of old people in their RV and they're disgruntled and it's like, oh, this is how it's going to be. Then we're, you know, we're out of here. And it's, you have a choice in that moment of, am I going to spend the entire day being miserable because it's raining and not as warm as I had hoped? Or am I going to find some way to have joy today. And that, and that is obviously a deeper thought, but you can see it. Is there the type of people that just dwell on the fact that it's raining and it's cold and they can't get over it? But these are going to be the same exact people that are going to have a problem no matter what the situation is. It's either if it's warm out, it's going to be too hot. Right. Right. If it's, we're looking for, so, oh, there's always, right. And, then, and, and so, then it just, there's always going to be a problem. So it doesn't matter how awesome anything is. There's just going to be some people. And again, I, there is a theme like hashtag. We hate old people. There's a yeah. theme to our podcast at the moment, <laughs> yeah. but the reality is, is that for some reason when we see, uh, f- there are just some folks and there seems to be a common theme amongst elderly yeah. individuals where they're just less apt to or maybe they're just more uh, feeling the need to share their opinions yeah. about being irritated but man it's just as though it's impossible for them to be happy right and and that stimulated you know with our last podcast of the idea of you know you they they figured okay I'm retired now and now I get to be happy and they're not happy and they're you know they've lived a whole life kind of wasted and so it ends up being taken out on other people but that's beside the point but going along with that idea is so what's really nice and the reason that we chose we're at walnut hills campground in stanton virginia which is um awesome it's very very simplistic but it's very very um clean it's very well it's super well kept and the the staff is very nice and it's it's awesome and the reason we chose this weekend is because it's their 50th anniversary so they were going to have some extra special stuff that they normally don't do and one of those things was um tonight they kind of had a come to the pavilion we're gonna have live music and a cookout and it starts at six so you know by six o'clock everybody the cookout is it's they're, I mean, they're feed, they're feeding a full meal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a big line of people, right? And so, in that moment, I thought about a few things. I thought about the fact that you know I'm incredibly introverted, and usually I have a terrible habit of being you know of hating people. I hate you before I know you, because it's just I'm irritated that other people exist around me. I want to be by myself. And that's a problem that I'm trying to work on. And in this moment, it's, you know, they have awesome live music playing. You have complete and total strangers that you've never met before. All demographics, all walks of life. And you're here and you're, you're eating together. And, you know, they arrange the tables where it's not like everybody has their own individual table. It is um, just like very family style long tables to where the people sitting across from you, you don't know, but you're going to start a conversation with them because you're sitting with them. 
And I think, you know, that's what it's supposed to be about is this community atmosphere. And that's what people are missing, right? Everybody is so caught up in their own shit, their own self, their own situation. So it's, you can see this articulated in the people waiting in line is you have some people that are visibly irritated that there's a line. You have some people that are finding something to complain about. You know, you have people behind me that are complaining about politics and you have people, like I said, that are, that are, are, are looking at their watch and, and tapping their foot, you know, irritated that they're having to wait. But then you have people that are laughing and that are talking to the people behind them that they don't know, you know, and it's, you know, food and community it has that ability to kind of bring people together. But the thing that struck me the most is we are in line, right? And there is a lady that has her kid or her grandkid and she kind of holds up the line in, in, in voices in a very irritated way of like, so I guess you're out of hot dog buns. And so the, this poor staff is trying to be like, uh, we don't know. So they're looking around. And of course the head staff is like, yes, we're sorry. We're out of hot dog buns. And she like rolled her eyes inside now, mind you, this food is free. Yeah, and so that's yeah, what thought through my mind is I was like, listen, crazy, this food is free. You better be thankful for what you get. And, of course, you know, I get irritated. I don't say anything, but I'm thinking this in my brain. And I stopped and I thought, this is, this is one of those moments, right? It's, you have a choice. You have a choice to look at the situation around you and say... I am grateful that I'm getting a free meal, a free hot meal that these people don't have to give me. They're doing it because it's their celebratory birthday party and they want everybody to come. I'm getting a free meal. I'm listening to live music. My kids are running around at the playground having a party, right? You can, you can be thankful in that moment and say, I don't need a damn hot dog bun. Just, I'll, you know, I'll eat with my hand. You know, I don't yes, care. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done. I'm sorry. What you meant was thank you. Right. It's you can choose that or you can choose to be an asshole. Right. And it's so interesting why people choose what they choose, how they live their life. And, you know, and it is like them having to voice that they're an asshole almost reaffirms in their own head whatever struggles they're going through. It's like, see, my life is shit. See? We're out of hot dog buns. We're out of, I know that that sounds goofy, exactly, but, but it's but like people, totally, right? Totally it's it. people look for reasons to prove to themselves what they think they already know, which is that my life is shitty and this is shitty and everything sucks. Right. And it's, yes, it was a rainy, cold day, which sucked when you're camping, right? Yes, they ran out of hot dog buns. Yes, there was a long line I to get the food. She wasn't tent camping. <laughs> right, but and you know, no, but you know what I'm saying is that there were there are reasons every day to be disgruntled, sure. but you have the, same, the ability the, the, to this, choose to look at it from the well. other way, right? right. It's, you, you can find something to be grateful for every day, you can find something to be upset about every day, right? And that is what I think is so important. And again, it's it's why we love camping with our kids, is because it's it's one of the few times when we're out doing something that very rarely is it like, where's my tablet? I want to go. I want to watch YouTube. I want to do, 
I want to go on the Nintendo, right? It's they are happy doing simple things. And we have started, um, thanks to Aaron Harlow, by the way, for recommending um, the documentary um, Minimalism. Is She reached out to me and said, oh, you know, I think you guys would like this. And it was an awesome documentary that was on Netflix. Because she heard us talking about the tiny house. Right. Idea. Which, which right. yes, as, as we are slowly but surely looking out to do. But yeah. it's what was awesome about the documentary is awesome about these people is, you know, when you think of the term minimalism is you think of like, again, this hipster avatar dude that is, you know, a 20 something that like only eats organic kale. Right. right. Instead of saying the word homeless. Right. Right. Oh yes. Which is it. It's like, I'm not homeless. I'm homeful. And it's like, Oh vomit. But, um, what seems interesting to me is that universally <clears throat> the people that decide to live more simplistically and right that it seems to be from what we learned from the documentary is that minimalism is a relative term so it, you know it just it seems to be more of when you think of minimalist you think of like whatever you can carry on your back is all that you have and there are some people that live that way but for others it's just downsizing all the crap that they do have. But universally, the people that seem to live more simplistically seem to find more gratitude on a daily basis for just the functionality of basic things. And they are happier people. You have less to worry about. Right. I mean, I remember hearing about, like, Steve Jobs and... Bill Gates and I, you know, I don't know if these stories are true, but hear the stories of where like they own the same shirt and the same pair of pants mm-hmm. or the same shorts, right? And that's what they're going to wear every day, right? They don't deviate. And the idea is that it's it's just I don't have to worry about this today. Yeah, it's one less choice that I have to make, and I don't need to be concerned about. Right. And I think there's lots of there's a lot of value to that, to where we spend so much time. Worrying and obsessing about the things again that just don't matter, right? And when you think about, um, you know, being able to kind of get better as people, is you hear so many people talking about of kind of being stuck, right, and not able to move forward. Um, and we've been talking about the topic of learning a lot lately together, John and I, and the idea of. It, when you have so much stimuli in the world, right, and, and, it, and it's goofy things, it's you wake up and if you have to make choices about what am I going to wear today, what do I want for breakfast, you know, if you have more than one car and you're that fortunate, what, what do I want to take to work today, you know, all these, all these choices are, are external stimuli that can very, very easily deviate us. The more choices we have to deal with, the more we get kind of exhausted, right? And it's in fatigued, and it takes away from our ability to focus on one thing at a time. And if we focus on too much at one time, that's where we're going to get stuck, right? right. We're never going to be able to move forward because you need to have time to focus and dedicate time on the things that matter to go to the next step. 
Yeah, and, and definitely is, is going to be a piece that I, I suffer with uh, majorly is the idea that I'm doing so many things at one time. You know, and um, in my one of my my mentor um, Lauren Golden talks about the idea. She calls it um, intentional multitasking. Is which is when you're doing you know your work and you're batching work is you are very very methodically multitasking. And moms end up having to be good at multitasking a little bit just because it's constant distraction. But overwhelmingly, even then, if you are trying to do too many things at once, you're just sucking at a lot of things all at one time. As opposed to taking the time to and the focus that is needed to dedicate to one thing and knocking it out to the best of your ability. You... Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Um... You don't do that. You try to do 17 things at once. So, And you see this especially when people are at work, right? Is they're at work and then they get bored and then they pop over to Facebook and then they're trying to be pinged by somebody at work and they're trying to answer a customer email and they're trying to order groceries for like to pick up later at Walmart, right? And it's just... And then the next thing you know, it's like, man, I need some chocolate. Right. It's because you're, you're physically like fatiguing your body, right? Your brain is on overload. And so, again, just going back to the basics of just fundamental, simple things, doing one thing at a time, being present in each thing that you do matters a lot. Yeah, one thing, um, you know, and again, it's kind of this is the theme uh, for tonight because the idea is that we're, um, you know, doing the camping and doing that. And so a lot of these thoughts are going to come up. Uh, for us, especially because like we, we are, we've been staying in different cabins, and the cabins kind of are gonna mirror and reflect kind of those the, the yeah, tiny, tiny homes, house. right? Yeah. The tiny houses. So it kind of is, it's research. We'll be able to write this off uh, yeah. for for work, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, but um, also the idea of doing one thing at a time is the one thing that's nice a lot of times about camping is that um, your so your reception. Your internet reception, your phone reception is usually very minimal, right? Yeah. And so it's... Forces you. Yeah. We're, we were trying to do some work earlier, and we were just having a hell of a time. Right. Uh, because there's no internet connection. And so eventually we were able to, to find a spot. Um, and we were able to complete what we needed to be able to complete. But I remember just, you know, the thought of... Well, this, we this can't do the, that. Right, this is the entire point. Yeah, is that we can't do this. So the idea is that it's, I don't need my phone right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things to where it's, you're able to set the phone, just leave it. Mm-hmm. Leave it away from where you are and, and just leave it. And it, it and is. And people, people struggle with that concept I'm, a lot. I'm one of them. Right, and for sure. The reality, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm one of them. The reality is, is I'm always dialed in. Um, you know, we, we look over, uh, different, we, we, we manage a bunch of different Facebook groups, right? We manage, right. uh, pages and email accounts yeah. and all the different things, right? So you, we always can have a, uh, a reasonably good excuse that's going to be work related that I can be on my phone. Right. You know, I know this is something that I had to work at on, um, as a dad, right. And as a husband is that when I come home from work, I need to be present. Yeah. With everyone because it's it's super easy to stay on my phone 
and and have a legitimate excuse. Mm-hmm. I'm work. I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have more than one right now. For me, we have more than one job. We have, <laughs> you know, for me, so yeah. I, it's like I have to go at the one job, and then I come home and I have to be able. You know, I ha- and and that's where it's, um, you know, making that decision of what are you going to are you going to suck at you have a couple different options right you either are going to suck at being a dad and a husband and then also at the same time because you're cutting your attention suck at whatever it is you're doing for your work right or you give all your attention to work and then give nothing back to your family and be and not be there and so that's where it was kind of one of those things where you today is i lost the excuse Mm -hmm. of there's no there is no work to be done. Right. I can't do the work that needs to be done right now. And you know what? Honestly, when we think about it right now, it doesn't actually have to be done right now. No. So we're going to set the phone down mm-hmm. and we're going to go play and we're going to go hang out. And like I can't even express the freedom that it feels. And with something that I'm going to want to keep track of is that it's not even having the phone in your pocket. Yeah. Right. The the physically leaving. Yeah, it. physically not having it there because it's impossible to have that distraction. You know that phantom vibrate. Yep. Right. That doesn't actually exist. Right. But it's like something's like trying to trick your brain into making you open the phone and look at it again. Mm-hmm. It's the phone's not there. Yep. The phone is gone. So you are like one hundred percent present with what you're doing at that moment, and. It's worth it's, it. Well, it's it's needed. Yeah, like it goes beyond of just like oh, it's nice. It's your body needs it. I've been trying to make a conscious effort. Um, the last little bit is when I go to walk the dogs, right? Because I always think I'm like, okay, I need to bring my phone in case something happens. But it's I've been trying to make a conscious effort to leave it because. When I'm walking the dogs, and we've talked about this with Michael a little bit too, the idea of, because um, granted, Henry's awful, right? And so a lot of times in the morning when everybody's sitting around for breakfast is there's tablets going everywhere, right? Right. Everyone's Everyone has their own individual show at the breakfast table and they're eating breakfast and we're just trying to get the hell out the door right so we let that go but we've talked about with Michael especially in the evening of the reason why we don't like to have an electronic device to watch while we are getting ready to eat is because it's counterintuitive on like a biological level of what is supposed to happen Right. What you know? What is supposed to happen is what happened today at the community food thing. Is that you, it by by removing the device, is you are allowing your senses, your five senses, to all take place in what's occurring, right? And it is necessary for you to be able to absorb your meal and be able to enjoy. The present moment. Right? Yeah, and this is not just a philosophical concept either. No, no. Like, this is all the way down to like the scientific premise and foundation of you are you are not going to digest in jet. You know, you're not going to be right. able to fully pull, extract right those nutrients and mm-hmm. what's needed from the food that you're eating. Mm-hmm. If you constantly are in a state of stress, so right. like, and this is something that gets talked about. 
um, within, uh, the, uh, especially within uh, the strong fit uh, right. universe as it applies to the nervous system and applies to nutrition. But the notion of, it's so important to understand that it's like, if you are stressed, if you're in a state of stress, as we know, of like fight or flight, or you're stressed because you're looking at your phone, you're on Facebook, or whatever, something's pissed you off, right? We've talked about the different camps that everybody sits in, and you're in a state of stress, and then you're going to eat food that requires your body to be able to digest it. Well, if you know anything about fight or flight, is that it's... Digestion gets shut off. Yeah, it's but, done. But, but what's so interesting, too, is when everybody thinks of fight or flight, again, they think of these extreme situations, and they don't think of, like, watching a video on their phone as, well, I'm not stressed when I'm doing that. And it's anything that's going to require your attention like that, you are going to have some element of that state, right? Well, and it elicits a response. It elicits a response. But by putting it away... You are allowed to calm the hell down. You tell your nervous system, it's time to chill, right? Well, and the notion, too, is that it's, like you talked about, it's community. It, community is a big part of that. It's and not a being surprise. able to socialize. Yeah, it's right. not a surprise that the country that invented fast food <laughs> is also the country that struggles the most with health and obesity. Right. It's the countries that take five to six hours to finish a meal <laughs> yeah it was it was that are the healthiest right and it's so it's so bizarre because when we are in europe and our friends are you know like let's go grab lunch you think when you when someone here in the states says let's go grab lunch it's like okay i have an hour i'm good no 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 like going to grab a meal we were sitting at tables for so long and i kept like asking the waitress um do you need us to go and it's like no 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 because they don't bring you the bill you know, in the States, it's like, oh, no rush, but here's the bill. Get the hell out. Get the hell out, yeah. And, and there, it's just, no. Because it's such a normal thing of just socializing and being together and taking the time that is necessary. And again, using your senses, right? Is you, when you are able to put a phone away and be more present, it's you're smelling the food. Of course, you're tasting the food, but you're hearing you're part of conversation. You're part of right? conversation. You're, you're, you're yeah. touching other people. You know, it's it's all these things. Well, I mean, if you're doing it right. Well, that's inappropriate. Well, I don't know how you meant it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying yeah. is that you are you are a present and you are aware and your body craves that. And it again, it doesn't seem to be a surprise is that the people that have tried to turn off that noise, right? By living more simplistically, getting rid of all the crap, they are allowed to be more present and they are allowed to be happier. And they have that sense of gratitude for just, like, being alive. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that yeah. sounds super cheesy. Well, but... it's, it's a lot of cheese ball. It's, a lot, it's super cheesy, but the reality is, is that it's, it's enough of a thing to where it's... It's so consistent with the people that you... You, you hear it enough times, right? right. It's it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard that before, and I've heard that. But at some point, it's like, okay, then then what are you what are you, what are you going to do about it? Right. And, and so that's definitely um, is something that I feel like we're feeling to where it's the sensations that we um, um, from being out the trip tonight, especially watch you know finishing um, the minimalist uh, documentary. documentary on Netflix. Is that it's this is something that I really 
think that we're going to be actively working towards to where, again, as we've talked about, it's you know opening, uh, uh, working on a business that is that is based in social media or technology, and um, and being <clears throat> dialed in right to the matrix, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But it's that it's super important even for us to have moments, whether it's daily, weekly. Um, you know, periods or windows of time where you, you do shut off, you shut it off, you disconnect from it completely. Um, and that's not, you know, we always talk about like our phones, right? But that can be from whatever is causing. Well, it's the same as watching TV, right? You know, TV, any of those things that kind of give you this, these false senses. Well, I was going to say, even work, even people that become workaholics, right? Is that. If, if you are sitting and studying all damn day or you're stuck in a lab or you're whatever and that becomes the norm, that needs to be shut off. Right. You know, it doesn't always have to come back to – for 99% of humanity, right, it's now going to be our cell phones and it's going to be our tablets and it's going to be an electronic. Well, but What it is, it's a call or a reminder for us to where it's you need to stop and remember to be human. Yes. That's it. I mean, that, that is what it is. But that's such a deep-seated concept because we as a society have forgotten how to be human beings. Right. What human beings, from an evolutionary standpoint, were evolved to do. Right? And never in the history of humanity is it supposed to be sitting and talking into a phone and looking into a screen and you know what I'm saying that's probably but to be interested it's an, an interesting thought when you think about um, camping is that the term happy camper yes right so the notion that it's that you know campers are just really happy folks right and it's surprise surprise well, right? why right yeah exactly where it's they're existing in a community environment mm-hmm. with shared communal living Mm-hmm. And they're in nature, right? You're you are absolutely right. You are in in nature. You are interacting with people potentially that you don't know. Like there's so many right. pieces to where it's, um, you know, something you said earlier this evening that kind of strikes a chord with you, as well as being morbid, is the idea <laughs> where right? It's I know like what you're gonna... right. It's that it's um you know we're sitting in line with all these people we don't know, and it's if everyone dies in the world right now, mm-hmm. it's and we're the only people that are left. It's these people are now our family. Right. And so it's like we're so. But that changes so much of how you look at people because that, and again, goes back to that choice is you're in line and you look at everyone around you and you hate everyone because it's like, God, get out of my way. I just want that damn bratwurst in my mouth right now. Right. But if you think about it in that perspective of like, these are people that we have, we don't know, we've never seen before. But if, if you look at them as everybody is family. Everybody's welcomed. It changes your perspective and how you see the people around you and how you interact with them. Right. Yeah. And so I think that this it's just a lot of a lot of good takeaways. Things that I think we we definitely are going to want to make sure that we're actively working on and pursuing and just remember. And most importantly, again, um, a lot of my thoughts go to the kids, you know, watching us. So it's those things that are important of what are they picking up? What are the habits that they're seeing us do? What phrases are they using? How are they acting when they receive stress or stimulus? Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's um, you know, making sure that it's not only for us, but it's also for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because that's where, you know, it's, it's, I've always felt like I feel like a lot of my personality that I took on was of my dad when he was in his late thirties. Mm-hmm. So well, I can't confirm when, that, but yes. You know yes, what I mean? So yeah. that's one of the things that I've always felt is that it's like when I became of an age where I was trying to establish kind of who I was and I was trying on all those different personalities, the... I feel like it was very, very similar to my dad, but when I was really watching him, he would have been in his late 30s, like 36, 38 years old. Well, that's me at what? You know, 12 years old or whatever it was Mm -hmm. of establishing who I, my personality. Right. So that's where it's, for me, it's, if the whole point, right, of, of, for me, a lot of the parenthood stuff is that it comes down to where it's, can you bestow whatever that knowledge is that took you how many years, right? Took you how many years to figure something out? Can you give that to them so that they can figure that out when they're eight, mm-hmm. nine years old? Mm-hmm. Because now they are 25 years ahead of you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that I think about all the time. And so that's just where it's as, as we get these nuggets or these ideas or these things that we can share, it's if you're not sharing it, if you're not sharing what you're learning, if you're not giving it back, whether it's to your kids or to your tribe, your community mm-hmm. or whatever it is, then what the he- what what the hell is it good for? Mm-hmm. Is you you take nothing with you. With- so if you keep it bottled up inside and you are not sharing it with the world, with your world, get on it. Right. Because it's just lost. And so that's something that's for me it's it's really important and and so it's you know these aha moments and again it's what are you doing? Why are you doing the podcast? Why are you guys doing a podcast right now? If you're in nature, you're out camping. And it's, again, what we've said before, it's, these are going to be the conversations that we're going to have anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing that's nice is that it's as simple as just hitting the record button on the phone mm-hmm. and having this conversation anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm, I'm grateful for technology. I'm grateful that we have the ability to do the things that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is... Um, I'm glad to be uh, focused enough and working towards uh, being able to disconnect from it on a regular basis. I agree. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. We have fireworks to go watch now. Yeah. So we're going to go do that. Hit that red button. We're going to hit that red button. Goodbye. Hey, thank you for joining us for our podcast episode. Do you have a topic or an idea that you'd love to hear us cover? Leave us a voice message right in the Anchor app or on the Anchor page for the podcast online. You can also reach it at bit.ly slash message underscore it's possible podcast. Again, that's bit.ly slash message underscore it's possible podcast. Also, Do you really dig what we are doing here on the It's Possible podcast? Do you feel like you just have the overwhelming sensation that you want to help buy an extra gallon of milk to help us feed our three growing monsters each month? Well, then we want you to do that too. We would hate to take away that opportunity for you. You can become a monthly supporter of the podcast today by going to bit.ly slash milkfund underscore it's possible podcast again that's bit.ly slash milk fund underscore it's pod possible podcast we appreciate it very much we appreciate everybody that gives us feedback 
after each episode, and we appreciate all of our monthly supporters helping make the podcast and our mission of doing what we want to do possible. We appreciate it. Lastly, wherever you listen to our podcast episodes, we ask you to subscribe and leave us a review. This helps you get alerts when we drop a new episode. It also helps others find the podcast when they search for us. It'll only take you a minute or two, and we sure get excited when we see some love that comes our way. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate you joining us for today's episode. Till next time.